The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 1259. Okay, it's the day. This is the day that The Last Jedi comes out. But this episode drops at 3 a.m. Eastern time, which means that we've still got 16 hours to kill. And so let's talk about the story mode of Star Wars Battlefront and what Luke was doing on the planet Pilio. Punch it, Chewie. Hey, this is Matt Moore from Comics with Kenobi, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and I'm recording this on the evening of Wednesday the 13th, and so it is 24 hours until the release of Star Wars The Last Jedi. Yeah, I know the 15th is the release date right, but we all know it's coming out early. We've all got our tickets, or at least many of us have gotten our tickets. I know folks who just want to avoid the opening night crush and are going to see the first showing on Friday morning. However you want to do it, you do it. You do you, right? It's going to be awesome no matter when you see it, so... In the meantime, in the meantime, just so that we can keep ourselves distracted, let's talk about Battlefront 2 story mode. I teased you with an appearance of Luke Skywalker in Battlefront 2, and I'm not going to tease you any longer. Here is the deal with what happens. And I guess I should say, hey, you know, we're not doing Last Jedi spoilers, but we're doing Battlefront 2 spoilers. So if you haven't played through story mode on Battlefront 2 and don't want it spoiled for you, then save this for a later date. But if you're okay with me telling you the story, then by all means, stick with me here. So one of the quote-unquote unusual assignments that Inferno Squad gets prior to the implementation of Operation Cinder is getting sent to the observatory on Pelio. And the observatory there is one of Emperor Palpatine's little warehouses and who knows what else he might have been doing there, some weird experiments or something like that. Anyway, this is Del Mico's mission, but he gets caught there. He's supposed to destroy the observatory and Luke is there because he senses something on this planet. He's there because he sensed something that he had to go find. And ultimately he runs into Del Mico who has been trapped by some of the native creatures there. And this should be taking place within the first six months after the Battle of Endor. By the second six months, Luke is settling down into private life as a private citizen of the galaxy, although that doesn't preclude him bopping around the galaxy looking for stuff or anything like that. But I think the implication is that it's within those first couple of months after the Battle of Endor. He is drawn to Pelio by something he can sense, and... When he gets to the observatory, they can't open it. He ends up helping Del get out of his uh, trap that he's fallen into. The native creatures will spit stuff that's kind of like amber and hardens immediately. And so he just gets trapped by those creatures. But anyway... As they fight through the creatures to get to the observatory and get it opened up, they find out that there's no door or anything like that. Luke actually has to use the Force to open the thing up. This, of course, is rather startling to Dell because he doesn't understand why 
that would be the case. It's, of course, obvious that the emperor was a force user of some kind, but that's not something that anybody in the rank and file in the empire ever had any idea about. And Dell actually said that he'd heard stories about the Jedi that terrified him when he was younger, but obviously his experience with Luke is different. And Luke says that he can feel conflict within Dell. And Dell says, I know what the Empire is capable of, but what other choice is there? The rebellion? And <laughs> Luke is just like, no, just a choice. You know, anything but the Empire. And he tells Dell that, you know, being frightened of the Jedi, well, he was frightened of the wrong thing, basically. So they get into the observatory, and it's a warehouse full of stuff. And Luke says, I'd like to keep this compass. He picks up this little trinket, and there's nothing about it in the game that really jumps out at you or anything like that. It's not unusual. It doesn't glitter or gleam or suddenly sparkle or do anything like that. He just says, I'd like to keep this compass. That's all he says about it. And Dell says, you know, my orders are to destroy everything here. You know, why should I let you keep it? And Luke says, because I asked, which is... A silly answer, except for the fact that it's a callback to the earlier thing when Dell was trapped in Amber and Luke freed him. And Dell said, you know, why'd you free me? And Luke said, because you asked, right? So this Luke is, oh gosh, it's it's definitely different from the Luke we're going to see in The Last Jedi, apparently. But it's not, you know, the boyish, uncertain immature type of Luke that we have known from the movies. I mean, there's been a huge jump in his maturity level and yet there's a simplicity to his behavior it's that sort of elevated consciousness type of thing that then you know turns around instead of being ridiculously complicated in the way that it gets expressed it just gets expressed very simply i think you might have a sense of what i mean by that it's that almost frustratingly simplistic way of looking at the world and talking about the world that kind of drives you a little bit crazy sometimes, even though in your quiet moments you know that it really is just as simple as people make it out to be sometimes. Anyway, that is the story with Luke in Battlefront 2, and that is the only time he appears in Battlefront 2. So I don't know whether this gives us any new information about what we might see in The Last Jedi, whether it gives us any you know, deeper insight into Luke's character yet. I guess we're going to find out very soon. In the meantime, just to give you a heads up what's going to happen over the weekend, I'm going to do episodes talking about Battlefront 2's story mode and other things that are revealed, which are rather fascinating. The next episode is going to talk about probably the most shocking turn in Inferno Squad's history. And I'll continue to do that over the weekend for everybody who loves to listen to the podcast but hasn't yet seen The Last Jedi. And I will also be doing episodes that will be marked as bonus episodes that will be quote-unquote spoiler-filled for The Last Jedi. In other words, operating under the presumption that if you're going to listen to those episodes, you will have already seen The Last Jedi and therefore it's okay for me to talk freely about it. But the numbered episodes will still be safe week episodes and talking about Battlefront 2, just so you know what to expect. And then on Monday, on Monday, all bets are off and we'll be talking about The Last Jedi and the numbered episodes. <sighs> but I'm not done yet with this episode, though. We've got another copy of the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book to give away after the break. Stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Nissan Intelligent Mobility. And I guess the best way you can think about Nissan Intelligent Mobility is to kind of equate it to having an astromech right inside your car, right? You know, 
The X-Wings will have astromechs, but <laughs> in this case, it's not going to plot your hyperspace jump for you. What it is going to do, what Nissan Intelligent Mobility is going to do, is things like automatic emergency braking and blind spot warnings, and Nissan's new ProPilot Assist to keep you centered in your lane, and it begins the journey toward autonomous driving with advanced driver assist technologies. You can learn more about it at sw7x7.com slash NIM. Yeah, that's the initials for Nissan Intelligent Mobility. Once again, that's sw7x7.com slash NIM. Welcome back. Before we get into the rules and all that stuff, just remember that if you don't get a chance to win a copy of the book or you win one and you also decide you want to buy a few to give away to friends and family that might enjoy it, then you can check it out on Amazon. Here's a link that'll get you there quickly, sw7x7.com forward slash TFA, that's TFA for The Force Awakens, sw7x7.com slash TFA. That link will take you right to the book's page on Amazon where you can pick it up for a mere nine ninety. As for your chance to win a free one, though, here are those details. It's for 18 years and over this trivia contest, and it's taking place on Facebook, though it's not endorsed or authorized by them, and it is only open to U.S. residents. My apologies to our international listeners. Here's the deal. There will be a Facebook post for this particular episode of the podcast. Your job is to comment on on that post with the answer to the trivia question I'm going to give you in a moment. And if yours is the first correct answer posted as a comment on that post, then you will win a copy of the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. And one other thing here, two other things actually, your comment has to be your original comment. If it shows with the edited tag on Facebook, then it will be disqualified. And if you are the fastest on multiple days, you can only win a copy of the book on the day you our fastest for the first time so with that all said thank you for listening to all the disclaimers here is the trivia question it's question number 294 in the book what does ray tell bb8 to quote keep away from unquote while traveling to nema outpost thank you so much for listening and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you ride your tauntaun past the first marker, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a forced ghost vision, it's destiny unleashed. is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.